Radical anti-Semite member of Congress, Representative Rashida Tlaib, wears a T-shirt calling for, literally showing the destruction of the state of Israel. We'll talk about it today. And of course, the many Super Tuesday results on Jay Sekulow Live. Live from Washington, D.C., Jay Sekulow Live. Phone lines are open for your questions right now. Call 1-800-684-3110. That's 1-800-684-3110. And now, your host, Jordan Sekulow. Democratic socialist and, of course, Bernie Sanders supporter, but most importantly, a member of the United States Congress. Rashida Tlaib posted on her Facebook page. We can put the image up for our our Facebook and Periscope audience. You can check this out online, too, on my Twitter account, twitter.com forward slash Jordan Seculo. On uh, International Women's Day on Sunday, we just haven't had time yet to get to it. We wanted to get to this and make sure everything was accurate, make sure the photo was legit. It is. And it's her, and she's wearing a T-shirt. It's the Palestinian Shemag T with map of Palestine filled with Arabic letters of the Palestine word. That's from the place you can buy the T-shirt, as I'm holding. What's missing on the T-shirt? You'll see an outline of what you may recognize as Israel, but written over it is Palestine and no space for the Jews, no place for Israel. It is a shirt that calls for the eradication of the Jewish state of Israel. If you're wondering whose book she's holding, it's not uh, His Fame, My Fame by Than Bennett, which you should check out at hisfamemyfamebook.com. It was released yesterday. No, no. It's Linda Sarsour's book, a spokesperson for the Bernie Sanders campaign, a radical anti-Semite and promoter of the boycott, divestment, and sanctions movement, who, by the way, was so radical, so anti-Semitic, she got kicked out of the Women's Day marches, which were pretty liberal in most parts of the country, as one of the organizers. She was one of the original organizers because she was so anti-Semitic, that whole movement basically broke apart because of her, of course, Bernie Sanders. Surprise, surprise, his campaign not even on life support. It's dead. If you're a Bernie Sanders supporter, you're supporting a dead campaign. It is over. And it was fair. Uh, What happened to Bernie? He lost. People rejected it across the country and rejected socialism. Uh, But I want to just, again, highlight this. It's a sitting member of Congress. No two-state solution there. One-state solution, push the Jews into the sea. I want to go right to Andy Economo. Andy, we're working on a case. Uh, it's just, it's a, we've got to file very soon at the International Criminal Court in defense of the Jewish state of Israel. ICC wants to come after them, where uh, almost everyone there serves in compulsory military service. And so we're preparing a brief to be filed very soon. This, again, it's just like the t shirt. The t shirt itself, what it speaks to is what the ICC is trying to do. Well, that's exactly right, Jordan. Our brief for the International Criminal Court is due this coming Monday. I have before me right now the latest draft, which will probably be pretty much the final version of the brief. The office of the prosecutor, Fatou Bensouda, has asked the pretrial chamber to confirm that the territory over which the court may exercise jurisdiction is the West Bank, East Jerusalem, and Gaza, and that the issue of Palestine's statehood does not appear to have, uh, to, they say, has been definitively resolved and that there is a state of Palestine. There is a province of Palestine in the Roman Empire. There is no state of Israel in the year 2020. 
but we are arguing that the ICC lacks the authority and the capacity to create states and to define borders. When, That's not what your job is. When is our brief due, just so people know? Monday. It's due Monday. This is, again, just an example of the work we're doing at the ACLJ in the month of March. Back at the International Criminal Court, defending the state of Israel. And we got to defend Israel here at home from our own members of Congress. We think about that. From members of the United States House of Representatives, support the work of the ACLJ today. You know, we are about uh, $25,000 behind where we need to be in the month, just to be quite honest with you. That's where we are right now. Uh, and it's a matching challenge month, so you double the impact of your donation. It's an important month for the ACLJ. If you can donate today, I encourage you to do so at aclj.org because we are a little bit behind. We had some news we wanted to cover that wasn't ACLJ-related and as directly. But again, we want to remind you, our work continues, including our Defense of Israel. Donate today, aclj.org. At the American Center for Law and Justice, we're engaged in critical issues at home and abroad. Whether it's defending religious freedom, protecting those who are persecuted for their faith, uncovering corruption in the Washington bureaucracy, and fighting to protect life in the courts and in Congress, the ACLJ would not be able to do any of this without your support. For that, we are grateful. Now there's an opportunity for you to help in a unique way. For a limited time, you can participate in the ACLJ's Matching Challenge. For every dollar you donate, it will be matched. A $10 gift becomes $20. A $50 gift becomes $100. This is a critical time for the ACLJ. The work we do simply would not occur without your generous support. Take part in our matching challenge today. You can make a difference in the work we do, protecting the constitutional and religious freedoms that are most important to you and your family. Give a gift today online at aclj.org. Only when a society can agree that the most vulnerable and voiceless deserve to be protected is there any hope for that culture to survive. And that's exactly what you are saying when you stand with the American Center for Law and Justice to defend the right to life. We've created a free, powerful publication offering a panoramic view of the ACLJ's battle for the unborn. It's called Mission Life. It will show you how you are personally impacting the pro-life battle through your support. And the publication includes a look at all major ACLJ pro-life cases, how we're fighting for the rights of pro-life activists, the ramifications of Roe v. Wade 40 years later, Planned Parenthood's role in the abortion industry, and what Obamacare means to the pro-life movement. Discover the many ways your membership with the ACLJ is empowering the right to life. Request your free copy of Mission Life today online at aclj.org slash gift. Welcome back to Jay Secchio Live. We are taking your phone calls, 1-800-684-3110. Briefly, because, again, it, it it was pretty easy to see what happened last night, exactly what was expected. Joe Biden just crushing Bernie Sanders. Mississippi, Joe Biden takes 81% of the vote. Michigan, Joe Biden right now, 52% of the vote to, Joe, to Bernie Sanders, 36%. So nearly a 20-point victory there. In Missouri, Joe Biden, 60% compared to Bernie Sanders, 34%. Idaho, Joe Biden wins by 6%, 48% of the vote. And right now, the only place 
Bernie Sanders won last night was a caucus in North Dakota, and it was not by a lot. I mean, there were only like 12,000 votes, 13,000 votes cast in the caucus in North Dakota, very small number of delegates. Bernie Sanders won that by a couple thousand votes. Uh, he Again, he lost Idaho. And then Washington State, right now only 67% is reporting. And then it takes some time because you can actually bail. If your ballot was stamped as of midnight last night, it counts. But when those were all the early votes. Okay, so a lot of those votes came in when, when Bernie Sanders was doing well, right? Uh, well, Bernie Sanders only has a as a 0.2% lead, a 2,000-vote lead out of over 750, maybe 800,000 votes cast. And there's going to be more. That's only 67% because they have the mail-in ballot. I believe, I'll predict right now, Joe Biden wins Washington State. And regardless, probably be something, unless Joe Biden just overwhelms with the votes to come in, he's at a minimum going to split the delegates there. So like we said on yesterday's broadcast, Bernie Sanders got no big victories last night. And even where he won, he didn't get a North Dakota. He's not getting a significant amount of delegates. And where he lost, he got beat badly in the big states, which means he's getting significantly less delegates. So as it stands right now, and this is without all the delegates being figured out from last night yet, Biden has 845 delegates. Sanders only has 681. Plus, Biden has those round two superdelegates in the bag. That's over 700 right there. I think you could just add those to his number. Because, because truthfully, if it does go to a round two, because as of right now, Than Bernie Sanders is saying, I'm not dropping out. Now, he didn't give a speech last night. That was telling. Um, uh, he didn't get make any remarks, but he's planning on doing a, a debate in Arizona this weekend, and it will have no audience because of the uh, 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 COVID-19. So it'll be a Sunday debate between Bernie and Joe Biden. If you were Joe Biden, would you even show up? Oh, man, maybe maybe not. I mean, I, I think it's Senator Sanders. Yeah, well, because look, I mean, we said this yesterday, Jordan, the only person that now can cost Joe Biden the, the nomination is Joe Biden himself. So right. if he doesn't show up to the debate, maybe that is the best uh, strategy here. But I, I think it fits Senator Sanders' personality probably to take this all the way uh, to uh, the convention. But Jordan, he's going to go there as not the nominee and not with a chance for the nomination. Just to echo something you said, I mean, he got absolutely crushed last night. Washington State, Jordan, I mean, even in it, the, the rosiest picture that you can paint, if the final numbers come in and that is still statistically a tie and they split the delegates there that is significantly underneath the level that senator sanders needed to perform at to get the nomination and jordan remember that's not where we're at right now senator sanders has to do what he needed to do to get the nomination and he has to crush joe biden in several places so the opposite happened last night uh, joe biden is headed towards the nomination unless he does something to cost himself it and even that jordan it would have to be something very big yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think that this, again, you look at the numbers. What's up next for Bernie Sanders? Well, next week, not a single contest he's predicted to win. Arizona, Florida, which is a huge state delegate-wise, and Illinois, another huge state, 577 delegates up for grabs then. Clinton won them all back in 2016. Joe Biden is going to win them all in 2020. So literally, I mean, winning North Dakota – Winning your home state, winning these small places, it is. This campaign is over. I don't think we need to get into a, a lot more right now because they, I agree with Than. The only person that can take the nomination from Joe Biden is Joe Biden continuing to curse out la- labor union. If he continues that, DNC may pull a move on him. I, w- I would say that if he continues to act 
and appear like he doesn't have it all there, that he would that he would curse out a, a likely a potential voter, the base, the blue collar workers, labor union vote, member vote, uh, you know, voter, and he's going to curse them out because they question had a question about the Second Amendment, and then actually call them derogatory terms, curse word by and using curse words to do that. I think you know people don't like using the word senile. They don't like using those terms. Like, is he all there? It's fair when you start saying that to people who just asked you a simple question. And the exchange didn't look that me. It's Joe Biden who took the exchange up a lot. So again, Joe Biden winning by nothing of his own. It's the rest of the party. It's the Bloomberg's. It's the other. It's the other people who've got the ground game coming together for Joe Biden. So that's where we are. We'll continue to update you. If you're a Bernie Sanders supporter, the truth is, it's over for you. They're not going to choose him, even if they don't go with Joe Biden. But Joe Biden beat you. He beat you with the delegates. He beat you fair and square. You have no path. You have, you're not going to be able to convince enough people. And blame Bernie, because you might have been able to fool enough people into your socialism or communism if he hadn't started going and praising authoritarians which he doubled down on Fox News again this weekend saying, you know, I still got to say if authoritarian regime does something good like China taking people out of poverty, you got to praise that. No, you don't because you have to balance out. What else did they do in that authoritarian regime? Oh, yes, people disappear. Re-education camps, religious persecution, no freedom of speech, no liberty. Same goes for Cuba when he defended Castro and a and a – campaign to literacy so that people could be indoctrinated. I mean, literally, that was it. So that's why he has no chance next week in the big state like Florida, with a big Cuban population, no way. And it's over for Bernie Sanders. I said you could call it, yes, uh, March 10th would be the end. It was. Mark that date, yesterday, the end of Bernie Sanders' political career. He will not be a major player anymore. Uh, By age and by uh, just timing, uh, yeah, the AOCs of the world, who will be their new leader, if you will? Who will be their new leader? Well, we can get into all of that. Let me get back to the ICC issue and Rashida Tlaib. I want to take your phone calls to that, 1-800-684-3110. Can you believe that we have a member of Congress who's wearing a T-shirt that's promoting the destruction of the state of Israel? Can you believe Can you believe that? This is 2020. That she's wearing a T-shirt promoting the destruction of, of a people group and, and smiling. And pointing at an, a, a book by an anti-Semite who supports the BDS movement, who said horrendous things about Jews and Israel, Linda Sarsour, who ruined the whole International Women's Day marches because she was so anti-Semitic, she went after one of the Jewish organizers on there and basically destroyed the whole organization. That's Linda Sarsour's legacy. But Bernie Sanders can't get away from her, and she can't get away from the spotlight. Her and her, her hajib are always in the, in the background, but... It goes to a bigger point. Let me go to Harry on this, Harry, because we're having to fight this for real at the International Criminal Court, the brief due on Monday. You're absolutely correct. So uh, Rashida Tlaib and the globalists, the global elites, essentially want to erase the nation state of Israel as a Jewish state, despite the fact that the United Nations in 1947 effectively in 1948, created the modern state of Israel. So they really want to wipe Israel off the map and push the remaining Jews into the sea. 
Now, of course, the ICC is a little bit more sophisticated than Rashida Tlaib, uh, and they are going to go after Israel or attempting to go after Israel on grounds that Israel has engaged in war crimes and has committed, committed humanitarian abuses. Um, it is clear beyond question that the ICC has no legal authority. Why? Because Israel, like the United States, has not signed the Rome Treaty, and therefore the ICC has no jurisdiction over the state of Israel. But the ICC is very much like the United Nations. When it comes to human rights, when it comes to so-called war crimes, the only state that can commit war crimes apparently in the eyes of the ICC and the United Nations is Israel. And this is lud- it makes no sense. You know, folks, we're doing this work at the ICC. We're bringing you this news that no one else is getting into right now at uh, the American Center for Law and Justice. As I told you, we're about $25,000 behind this month. We can make that up quickly, just our radio audience. If those of you listening, donate $10. Make it up real quickly. Because that $10 donation is like $20 this month and a matching challenge month of March. That's all you'd be charging your credit card. You know, if you like this radio broadcast, know that we're able to bring it to you every day on all the 1,000-plus radio stations, Sirius XM, and on Facebook and Periscope and a full television-style broadcast. No cost to you, but because of your support. So if you care about the news we provide, this is part of what the ACLJ does for you and, and the team that comes together for this broadcast. Support our work. Let's, uh, let's again, let's, let's go from being behind to being ahead this month. It's Matching Challenge Month of March. Donate online right now to ACLJ at ACLJ.org. Only when a society can agree that the most vulnerable and voiceless deserve to be protected is there any hope for that culture to survive. And that's exactly what you are saying when you stand with the American Center for Law and Justice to defend the right to life. We've created a free, powerful publication offering a panoramic view of the ACLJ's battle for the unborn. It's called Mission Life. It will show you how you are personally impacting the pro-life battle through your support. And the publication includes a look at at all major ACLJ pro-life cases, how we're fighting for the rights of pro-life activists, the ramifications of Roe v. Wade 40 years later, Planned Parenthood's role in the abortion industry, and what Obamacare means to the pro-life movement. Discover the many ways your membership with the ACLJ is empowering the right to life. Request your free copy of Mission Life today online at aclj.org gift. At the American Center for Law and Justice, we're engaged in critical issues at home and abroad. Whether it's defending religious freedom, protecting those who are persecuted for their faith, uncovering corruption in the Washington bureaucracy, and fighting to protect life in the courts and in Congress, the ACLJ would not be able to do any of this without your support. For that, we are grateful. Now there's an opportunity for you to help in a unique way. For a limited time, you can participate in the ACLJ's Matching Challenge. For every dollar you donate, it will be matched. A $10 gift becomes $20. A $50 gift becomes $100. This is a critical time for the ACLJ. The work we do simply would not occur without your generous support. Take part in our Matching Challenge today. You can make a difference in the work we do, protecting the constitutional and religious freedoms that are most important to you and your family. 
Give a gift today online at aclj.org. And yet another reason to support the work of the ACLJ, get us uh, back from being a little bit behind this month, and now we're just at the middle of the month, they're not even there yet, but uh, so that we're not about, we're about $25,000 behind online, that's online, uh, giveaclj.org. But here's yet another reason, as we speak right now, literally as we are live on this broadcast right now, Ben Sisney, an attorney with the ACLJ, my co-author in the next Red Wave and uh, someone who was on the president's legal team as well during the impeachment trial, during the the and the exoneration of the president, during the uh, Mueller investigation as well, is testifying before the Maryland Senate Committee called the Senate Judicial Proceedings Committee. This is happening right now in Annapolis, Maryland, the state capital in Maryland, because we are uh, providing testimony in opposition to SB 664, which aims to enshrine the right to abortion in Maryland's constitution under the guise of a, quote, right to privacy. The main point of our testimony that's occurring right now by Ben Sisney, again, an ACLJ attorney, is to warn and clarify that, quote, a right to privacy, that may sound kind of mundane to people, right, is a well-known code for the right to abortion. And it was made clear in abortion jurisprudence. So it's a, ter- it's a legal term of art, the right to privacy. Going back to Roe versus Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey, we're working there with the Maryland Right to Life and and Walter Weber from the ACLJ's uh, senior legal team as well. But literally, our team, right now, not just working in the federal issues or international issues, but working in Maryland to oppose that state constitutional amendment and warn those state senators what it means to adopt a right to privacy in their state constitution, what it means for the unborn and what it means for the protection of the unborn or the lack of protection for the unborn. So again, folks, uh, I encourage you, help us make up the time. You know, a lot of us, because we focused on COVID-19, we focused on some other issues. We've been focused a lot on the primary, the Democratic primary, because it was such a comeback for Joe Biden. We want to keep, we use this broadcast to keep you updated on what's most relevant, not just always to fundraise for the ACLJ and, 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 and what we do, but when our work is relevant to what you care about, we talk about it, like the ICC in Israel, like what Ben Sissy's doing right now on life, the briefs that we file that you care about, of course. But remember that your donations keep this show on the air as well. The reason you can hear it right now is because people have donated to the ACLJ. Maybe that's you. Maybe you haven't done that before. But I encourage you, if you like it enough that you thought, hey, I want to keep this show on the air, or I like that Ben Sisney, while you're on the radio show, that we've got senior attorneys who can be in Maryland, senior attorneys at back at the United Nations in Europe, senior attorneys working on a case at the International Criminal Court in defense of Israel, and a whole lot more all at the same time. We need your, your financial contribution at the ACLJ in the month of March. You can donate online at aclj.org. Be part of our matching challenge. That's at aclj.org. And I, I want to go to Andy because, Andy, we're fighting that boycott, divestment, sanctions movement of folks that Rashida Tlaib and Linda Sarsour that they support. While she's wearing her T-shirt that she can buy for, I guess, fifteen ninety nine to thirty nine ninety nine, depending on what kind of T-shirt. Maybe you want a hoodie with that. You can get but a it call, Yeah, you get the hoodie. But it calls for the destruction of Israel because the T-shirt has no place for Israel in the map of what includes modern-day Israel, of course. 
Yeah, the the map uh, of Israel, uh, which is the country that is depicted, is superimposed upon that. Is the are the Arabic words Palestine? You don't see Israel anywhere. So all uh, the territory that Israel occupies uh, as a nation state, as uh, my colleague Harry Hutchison said, established, recognized by the United Nations seventy one years ago, seventy two years ago in nineteen forty eight. Uh, is obliterated. It is basically run into the Mediterranean Sea. It doesn't exist anymore. It is simply the state of Palestine. Where do the Jews go? There were after the the war. There were two states established: a Christian state in Lebanon, a Jewish state in Israel. They refuse to the, to this day. People like Talaib, who looks like she just finished eating a bowl of lentil soup or some baba ganoush or fatouche, and she's very happy, pointing at the book here, uh, her colleague's face on it. Uh, you know, it's it's they're very happy to see the obliteration of who they see as their rival. They, they, there's no uh, coexistence possible with people like this. No. I think it's despicable. Yeah, I mean, when you say what's missing from this photo is is, is of course Israel. That's what misses on the t-shirt. She's wearing the, it's got the it's got the you know the Palestinian wrap. She you know she's even come out and said she's only Muslim culturally, which is very typical in this Palestinian radical world. They will use religion when it is valuable to them, but they're not They're not religious in nature. They are anti-Semitic. No, they are not. There is, I don't believe that there is a religion in them, uh, as we say. I think that, she that, says that, that is, I mean, she says she, that. this is simply uh, a front for the political um, uh, orientation that she takes, and that is uh, clearly anti-Semitic, clearly anti-Israeli all the way down the line. So, again, we're, we're, we're working on this. We're working on, of course, we work against the boycott, divestment, and sanctions movement. In states, we work on it at the federal level. We work on it internationally. We are back at the ICC in defense of the state of Israel. I encourage you to be part of our matching challenge, folks. Donate online right now. Double the impact your donation to the American Center for Law and Justice at ACLJ.org. Bernie Sanders, he did not speak last night. He is prepare- His staff is preparing for him to speak in Burlington, Vermont. So he's back where his campaign is based. Um, back in safe ground, you know, safe his safe safe uh, safe spot, safe haven. Yeah. Safe haven uh, yes, uh, and uh, again, a uh, safe place for for all communists uh, to to gather. And uh, he's got four flags, a podium, and a, and a water bottle. It looks kind of like a downer. Okay, thin. it does look like a downer. Thin. It looks very thin. Now he's not supposed to have a lot of people around right now because of the virus. You know, we're gonna we'll talk about all that too as well. So if you got your questions about this, one eight hundred. 6843110 that's 18068431110 uh to talk to us on the air we'll go to if bernie talks i kind of want to go to it live because i want to see what he, what he is actually how's he going to justify staying in this race 18068431110 do you believe this is it that we can basically say it's going to be joe biden versus donald trump come november 3rd 2020 that that's who we're going to see in debates that that's the campaign that will be run, which is going to be the same kind of Clinton team, the same kind of Obama team that we have faced before. Uh, and Biden's got his own baggage and his own issues with getting out his message to the point that now he's giving seven-minute-long rally speeches before they got all... I mean, he must be thanking God they canceled rallies <laughs> and then no one can be at the debate. Maybe they can't even stand at the debate next to each other, him and Bernie, because they're two within the, the, the age group. Um, and not to make light of COVID-19... But they're way too close to that age group of, of people who would be, uh, again, uh, within uh, the highest risk categories. But I, the highest risk for Joe Biden is speaking. 
It's not COVID-19. It's just speaking. So we're going to get your calls on this 1-800-684-3110. Let me encourage you. If you did not yesterday, go out and purchase Dan Bennett's new book, uh, MyFameHisFameBook.com. MyFameHisFameBook.com. Uh, check that out as well. On that website, you'll see all the places you can buy it online. There's an audio book, an e-book. Uh, we, we've had people already call in and said that they've listened to, they started listening to the audio book. We know people have purchased the book as well. Uh, but, but do that uh, because, again, it's, it's, just a, it's just a great way to support what Than is doing outside of the, the politics and government affairs that he's usually focused on. Uh, but, again, uh, we totally support this book, My Fame hisfamebook.com and remember let's let's help let's get the ACLJ we're talking about the ACLJ as an organization here let's get from being $20,000 behind to being $20,000 ahead our radio audience can do that in a matter of moments by donating online right now at aclj.org and you, we've got a group ready to match every donation our matching challenge month of March donate today aclj.org At the American Center for Law and Justice, we're engaged in critical issues at home and abroad. For a limited time, you can participate in the ACLJ's Matching Challenge. For every dollar you donate, it will be matched. A $10 gift becomes $20. A $50 gift becomes $100. You can make a difference in the work we do, protecting the constitutional and religious freedoms that are most important to you and your family. Give a gift today online at aclj.org. Live from Washington, D.C., Jay Sekulow Live. And now, your host, Jordan Sekulow. I'll tell you, folks, after this mini Super Tuesday, didn't think we'd be here, didn't think we'd get to this point. People call it like a Lazarus moment for Joe Biden. I would just say it's the DNC moment. They got their heads on straight and said, you know, this may not be the best choice that's possible. It's the only choice we have other than Bernie Sanders. And Bernie Sanders also hit a wall of support of where he could get support. So he lost all but North Dakota last night. May hold on in Washington State, but even if he does there, he'll split the delegates. And I think he's going to lose once all the votes are counted there. But even if he does it, I mean, he'd win by 1% or 2%, and he'll end up splitting the delegates anyways with Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a serious delegate lead. Next week's contest, Arizona, Florida, Illinois, and Ohio. Bernie's not predicted to be close in any of those. In any of them. And I think it's only going to get worse from here. Now, he is preparing to speak from Burlington, Vermont. If that happens while we're on the air, I want to go to it because I want to see how he's going to try to explain away if he does staying in this race after losing so badly last night and losing so badly on Super Tuesday. Uh, we're going to take your phone calls on that in the second half hour, 1-800-684-3110. An update, too, on kind of, and I want to keep hearing from people because I think it's just so relevant the COVID-19 issue. Is it changing the way you're operating or have you had to change uh, the way you do business at your workplace, your children's schools? Um, we, we're, we are talking to people in all 50 states and around the world right now. So I want to hear from you folks how it's actually affecting you. Are you seeing the empty shelves, that kind of panic buying? Uh, have you felt like, you know, maybe you've been called a prepper before 
and suddenly you feel like, hey, maybe maybe everybody's going to be asking me for things. When the government starts float, you know, you start hearing these floated ideas of uh, fourteen day quarantine, uh, you know, fourteen days quarantine for all, which sounds like a nice in home vacation for about twenty four hours, and then you realize this is pretty. You got to really prep for that. Something you got to really prep for, and um, and again, especially if you've got children. I have, I have young children, you know, and so it's we don't want to get to that point where that's happening nationally. And uh, and at this moment in time, you can take the flights you want to most places. You can travel to where you want for most places still. Go out to most businesses. They're canceling some things, but it's it's specific to to certain areas. And sometimes it's economic decisions, like the tennis tournament that canceled. It's probably economically better to cancel the tournament for Coachella. It's better to move Coachella than to try and have it right now uh, because of the the economic. CDC had to cancel a conference in New York City. I told you I canceled travel. I wasn't going into where. That's where I canceled the travel too. It was it, it's, and it's just delaying it to a different time. Uh, so again, we're taking your phone calls one eight hundred. Six eight four thirty one ten. We've got some big breaking news out of Maryland on life in the next segment of the broadcast. We're breaking news. I just told you that Ben Sisney was testifying in the Maryland State Senate on what it meant to include a right to privacy inside Maryland's state constitution. And he just let us know. We've got big breaking news on that. He's gonna so he's gonna call in next segment. And, and uh, again, I, we will have Ben Sisney on to let us know what happened. So I, I'm telling you, folks, we are, we've got our team is out there. We, we talk about these big issues, COVID-19. We talk about these big issues like the, the Democratic nominating race. We're also talking about big issues like saving lives and making sure Maryland doesn't adopt stupid constitutional changes like a right to privacy, which we all know means a right to unlimited, no restrictions on abortion. In their state constitution, not law, state constitution. So 1-800-684-3110 if you want to talk to us on air. I really want to get from folks how COVID-19 is affecting them. And I also ask the question as well, do you think this is it, as we do, that we're going to see Biden versus Trump unless Biden has to be removed from the race because he continues to curse out everyone he meets and uh, uh, you, you know, use derogatory language in front of people about them, call them names, but while using curse words. I mean, there is a point where the DNC could pull a little rug out from under him, but it won't be Bernie Sanders who beats Joe Biden. That's for sure. It will not be Bernie Sanders, as Stan said. Only only Joe Biden could beat Joe Biden at this point. And could that happen? Yes. It's like Biden versus Biden right now is the best primary to watch for the next few months. Can he make it through uh, having to campaign? Maybe COVID-19 is a blessing for him because he won't have to actually uh, host rallies since he started to do seven-minute speech rallies. Let's get back. We have a $20,000 deficit right now this month for ACLJ. ACLJ.org. Donate today. At the American Center for Law and Justice, we're engaged in critical issues at home and abroad. Whether it's defending religious freedom, protecting those who are persecuted for their faith, uncovering corruption in the Washington bureaucracy, and fighting to protect life in the courts and in Congress, the ACLJ would not be able to do any of this without your support. For that, we are grateful. Now there's an opportunity for you to help in a unique way. For a limited time, you can participate in the ACLJ's Matching Challenge. For every dollar you donate, it will be matched. A $10 gift becomes $20. A $50 gift becomes $100. This is a critical time for the ACLJ. The work we do simply would not occur without your generous support. Take part in our Matching Challenge today. 
You can make a difference in the work we do, protecting the constitutional and religious freedoms that are most important to you and your family. Give a gift today online at aclj.org. Only when a society can agree that the most vulnerable and voiceless deserve to be protected is there any hope for that culture to survive. And that's exactly what you are saying when you stand with the American Center for Law and Justice to defend the right to life. We've created a free, powerful publication offering a panoramic view of the ACLJ's battle for the unborn. It's called Mission Life. It will show you how you are personally impacting the pro-life battle through your support. And the publication includes a look at at all major ACLJ pro-life cases, how we're fighting for the rights of pro-life activists, the ramifications of Roe v. Wade 40 years later, Planned Parenthood's role in the abortion industry, and what Obamacare means to the pro-life movement. Discover the many ways your membership with the ACLJ is empowering the right to life. Request your free copy of Mission Life today online at aclj.org gift. Breaking news. The ACLJ breaking this news for you. We told you that ACLJ attorney Ben Sisney would be at the Maryland State Capitol while we were on air testifying before a Maryland State Senate Committee because they were considering adopting a resolution to then move forward with a state constitutional amendment to adopt the right to privacy within their state constitution, which if you know a lot about the life movement, you will know is not so benign as it sounds. It directly relates to the right to abortion on demand with no restrictions. It is a legal term of art found in Roe versus Wade and in Planned Parenthood versus Casey and then the later abortion cases, this quote right to privacy that was found in the Constitution. So we were gonna we were going to explain to those legislators what they would be doing by adopting this right to privacy. Well, Ben Sisney is joining us now with breaking news out of the state of Maryland. Ben let our audience know we've been educating them about what we've been doing today, about what the ACLJ has been doing to fight for life in Maryland. Let people know what just happened literally moments ago. Hi, Jordan. Yes, this is great news. Uh, so as you know, we've submitted written testimony uh, to this Maryland Senate Judiciary Committee uh, opposing this bill and explaining that it really was all about abortion, that the right to privacy is the right to abortion. and Every constitutional scholar and litigator knows that yet somehow they were still insisting this was not about abortion. Uh, so we submitted our written testimony uh, yesterday. We showed up today. I'm here with Christy Campagnino and David Fonseca. We're here. We were visiting with the director for the Maryland Right to Life uh, and uh, also with a representative from, uh, uh, I'm sorry, if you can hear that applause, that's a bunch of the, of the life yeah. folks that were out, out here all celebrating uh, this great news. Uh, but we were uh, 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 working with a uh, representative from the Democrats for Life and the Maryland Right to Life director when uh, the chief of staff or the staffer for the senator who was sponsoring this bill came out and, uh, and, and told us, uh, hey, we've looked at the list of everybody who's here to testify. We've looked at the written testimony that's been submitted. We've decided to withdraw this bill. So and, that's uh, it. I mean, uh, so this fantastic move. News. So this move, Ben. I just want to make it clear for everybody, this move to put a right to privacy, so the right to abortion in Maryland's state constitution has been defeated for now because the, the state senator who was sponsoring it has completely moved the amendment that would have kicked this process off. That's right. And and, and they did say, and we know how this works in, in legislatures, that they said they're going to bring it up next year. 
Uh, so we'll be ready for that. Yep. Uh, in the meantime, we've offered to work with them to help them explain if this really is not about abortion. There's all kinds of ways we can approach that and get to, you know, if they want to get this bill through, if it really is about informational privacy. Great. There, there's ways to make that clear yeah. in, in, in ways that, that, that we, we wouldn't oppose. But the thing is. They either they either they can't be that naive or that they were being played by the abortion industry. I mean, that's one of the two. Uh, but that's Ben Sisney, folks, with that breaking news. So just a big victory for life right there. You heard it live on the air. I was telling you about how we were testifying there literally because of the ACLJ firepower that was heading to the Maryland State Senate. The state senator's chief of staff came out and said, we're pulling back for the year. Let me go right to Than Bennett because Than it talks about how important you know it just goes right to how important it is to have members that support this work so we can go do it without even thinking twice, defending life, and even reaching back out and say you want to draft something that protects information privacy, we'll do it for you, but don't try to play this game with with including the language out of Roe versus Wade in your state constitution. Yeah, Jordan, my family and I actually live in the state of Maryland, so this is great news for us that we were able to uh, defeat this this amendment. But look, we do this on a state level regularly, Jordan. It takes resources. It takes personnel to send people to testify. Second year in a row, we've testified in the Maryland state legislature against uh, this legislation. Just very practically, Jordan, I mean, they want to disguise this in right to privacy. But what this legislation, this amendment to the Constitution would actually do is restrict pro-women uh, restrictions around the area of, of abortion health care in this way, Jordan. I mean, you have to talk about the recent hospital admitting privileges that have come out of Texas and Louisiana. That is a restriction, a, a an obligation for an abortion uh, health uh, abortion provider to be able to admit a woman to a hospital. This amendment in the Maryland legislature, Jordan, would have restricted that type of common sense state law. But look, at the end of the day, Jordan, we have to have the personnel and the expertise to be able to send uh, people. These things don't happen by accident, Jordan. I can guarantee you if nobody showed up to oppose uh, this amendment to the Maryland state constitution, it would have passed today. They pulled it back because they did not want the attention. Now, it'll come back. It'll come back in Maryland and other places, and we will be there again to explain to the public what is actually happening. It's a big victory for today, but we're going to have to keep showing up, Jordan, because as legislatures flip to a pro-abortion majority, this is going to be one of the first things that they try to pass every single time, and we're going to have to be there to explain to them why it's a bad idea. Folks, this is a direct reason to support the work of the ACLJ. Literally, on this this show today, live, within 40 minutes, we went from telling you about what Ben Sisney and Walter Weber and our legal team and uh, was doing in Maryland, the state sent there to, to give testimony to defend life, to reporting a victory where the state senator's chief of staff said we're withdrawing the entire proposal, start moving forward with this. I mean, it is why you support the work of the ACLJ. It is why you should. we should not be $20,000 behind online in our fundraising in the month of March. So, folks, kick it into gear. Kick it into gear. Support the work of the ACLJ. Donate now at aclj.org. Double the impact of your donation. I, I, I don't know if we've ever had before I could, I could report the beginning of a testimony and a victory on a live radio broadcast within 40 minutes. It's the kind of firepower that we have only because of your support of the ACLJ. That we have all these folks that can do this or we're live on radio. Christoph from our European Center for Law and Justice office was testifying at the United Nations earlier today in Geneva. It's because of you. Donate right now. Be part of our matching challenge at ACLJ.org. Because as you said, Andy, this was 
This is something again that is almost it could take your breath away that, that this happened within forty minutes. The, the the strength of the ACLJ, these state senators want nothing to do with. That's an amazing act of grace and the hand of God as well being put on us to bless the work that you're doing for life and against death. Yeah. Which is exactly what this is all about. And for it to happen so quickly, so rapidly, um, means that there's some grace looking down upon us and telling us that we are doing the right thing, and our donors really need to feel that they are part of that by making the contributions that you have uh, alluded to. So, folks, again, to support the work of the ACLJ, you go to aclj.org, double the impact your donation right now. We're waiting to see if we can bring you Bernie Sanders live. That may happen. But, Than, again, I, I just want to go back to it. Being able to report a live victory on the air, I don't I don't think that I've ever been able to do it within this day that the you know, the, the testimony was had that 40 minutes later, it was such firepower that we'd have to go. I'd have to go back on all of our radio to listen. But it, it, that usually that's just not how legislatures work. Even if you had a great day of testimony and you ultimately win and get that phone call later in the day even. But to actually yeah. have it happen within 45 minutes and being able to broadcast it to everybody around the country who's listening right now in a thousand plus radio stations because of donors like you that we're on right now. And Sirius XM, because of donors that are listening right now, it's truly remarkable, Than. I mean, and it, you, it, you could donate because it's a life issue, but it shows the strength of the institution that our donors have built at the ACLJ. Yeah, Jordan, it just doesn't happen that fast. We say on this broadcast a lot, you've got to be willing to stick in it, stick it out for the long haul because usually it does take that. It takes uh, multiple times back in front of legislatures, back in front of committees, advocating for the right approach, and you have to be able to uh, stick it out. In this case, a, a very quick uh, resolution. But Jordan, I think it kind of encapsulates something that we say on here a lot. We try to combine three parts of this strategy. One, you have to have the expertise, the legal knowledge and the advocacy skills to make the legal case to these bodies. Uh, we have that. Second, you have to have the member backing. How often do we go to our members and ask them to sign petitions that we use with elected officials? Say it's not just the ACLJ that says this, but we're backed by hundreds of thousands of members who also think this and have asked you to take our position. That's the second leg of the stool. And the third one, uh, Jordan, is the communication apparatus. They know that this broadcast and the other communication apparatus that we have, if they do the wrong thing, Jordan, we're going to let everyone know about it and we're going to let them know that we told them the right course of action as well. Now, we'll do the flip side, too. When they did the right thing today, they pulled the bill, and we were able to immediately go on air and tell people that, at least for today, the state of Maryland, the legislature there, has done the right thing. But those three things, Jordan, they all happen today. They don't always happen that quickly, but they're always working behind the scenes uh, at the ACLJ. The expertise, the backing from our members, and then also the communication apparatus to, to tell the rest of the country what's happening. All right, folks, we come back. We're going to watch this Bernie Sanders conference as it happened Maybe it's not happening until after we're on on the air uh, to see. And, of course, if, if it doesn't happen now, you can check our social media, twitter.com forward slash Jordan Seculo, our Facebook pages as well. Uh, if he makes some major announcement, basically ends the Democrat race. That's what Joe Biden's campaign and his supporters are hoping. I have no idea. One thing I'm not in tune with and touch with is, is the inner workings of the communist campaign. But um, it, it does seem like something is up. He'll at least have to justify why he's staying in it. And it can't just be because I fundraised. You have to actually get the delegates. Let me just encourage you right now. we got another segment coming up. I want to hear from folks. Has COVID-19 changed your behavior patterns at all? Have you had to start working from home? Have your kid's school gotten canceled or your grandkids' school? You started stocking up. Is it tough to stock up? 
And does it depend on where kind of where you are in the country? How scared are you? I'm just we want to hear from people around the country at 1-800-684-3110. There's nothing right or wrong answer. 1-800-684-3110. Support the work of the ACLJ in our matching challenge month. Great victory for life reported live on the air. Only when a society can agree that the most vulnerable and voiceless deserve to be protected is there any hope for that culture to survive. And that's exactly what you are saying when you stand with the American Center for Law and Justice to defend the right to life. We've created a free, powerful publication offering a panoramic view of the ACLJ's battle for the unborn. It's called Mission Life. It will show you how you are personally impacting the pro-life battle through your support. And the publication includes a look at all major ACLJ pro-life cases, how we're fighting for the rights of pro-life activists, the ramifications of Roe v. Wade 40 years later, Planned Parenthood's role in the abortion industry, and what Obamacare means to the pro-life movement. Discover the many ways your membership with the ACLJ is empowering the right to life. Request your free copy of Mission Life today online at aclj.org gift. At the American Center for Law and Justice, we're engaged in critical issues at home and abroad. Whether it's defending religious freedom, protecting those who are persecuted for their faith, uncovering corruption in the Washington bureaucracy, and fighting to protect life in the courts and in Congress, the ACLJ would not be able to do any of this without your support. For that, we are grateful. Now there's an opportunity for you to help in a unique way. For a limited time, you can participate in the ACLJ's Matching Challenge. For every dollar you donate, it will be matched. A $10 gift becomes $20. A $50 gift becomes $100. This is a critical time for the ACLJ. The work we do simply would not occur without your generous support. Take part in our Matching Challenge today. You can make a difference in the work we do, protecting the constitutional and religious freedoms that are most important to you and your family. Give a gift today online at aclj.org. So fortunately, or I think fortunately for us, and for, for most of our audience, we it looks like Bernie Sanders won't be speaking until we're off the air. But uh, you can always check out my Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Jordan Secchio, if there's anything worthwhile. I mean, the only thing worthwhile would be Bernie Sanders doing what is rational. Isn't that what good, good communists would do? Logical, which is stop wasting people's money for his revolution that has been defeated. But uh, right now, uh, could he be declaring his own USAA in Vermont? Kind of already has it there. I mean, and again, we got listeners in Vermont. I know there's a whole part of Vermont which is very much not like Bernie Sanders. is very much more libertarian and, and, and actually right-leaning. But then there's the other side, like uh, his uh, city where he was mayor in Burlington, which is certainly not. Remember, it was the Vermont Medical Center, which we have a nurse that we represent, literally at the University of Vermont, who she put out that she had a conscious obligation to performing an abortion, and they tricked her into to putting on and getting into the room, saying it was a stillborn birth, which is sad enough, but a procedure she had no op- she's not opposed to performing in or being a part of, to a elective abortion. That's Vermont. That was at University of Vermont Medical Center. So, lot, lot, you know, things you know, we're working in these uh, these states. And, and by the way, the, the HHS has done a great job there. We've asked people to call in about COVID nineteen, calling on life, calling on Biden as well. Let's get to some of those phone calls right now. Bill has been holding on from Wyoming. Bill, welcome to Jay Secchio Live. You're on the air. 
Hi, thanks for taking my call. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you for the work that you've been doing with this uh, state legislature on the abortion uh, thank business. Thank you. And that's why I'm trying to send you as many pennies as I can to help support you. They all, they all try, count. Thank you. Not a, yeah, okay. Now to try and segue into my question. Sure. Do you think this business between uh, Vice President Biden and President Trump could be a diversionary tactic to try and uh, gain control of both the House and the Senate? Well, I mean, right now Democrats have the House, so I think they don't want to lose the House. They want to put someone forward who at least they won't. They they think we won't. We have a, a better chance of keeping the House and maybe flipping the Senate, even if we don't carry the White House. I mean, I think that's what you're saying, Bill. It's it's a it's just a that's actually like a political tactic that you would put in that, that Bernie would put them at risk of not only losing more seats in the Senate, but probably the House of Representatives. You could have kissed that goodbye. With Joe Biden, still possible they lose the House, by the way. Very possible. Because you have people like Ilhan Omar calling Kevin McCarthy a racist. We haven't even gotten to this one yet. A racist because he referred to the coronavirus as the Chinese coronavirus, which, by the way, China has admitted to creating in a lab that it got. So it's not racist. By the way, that even in the term, that would be like – if it, it's not even the right term to use, even if you thought that was the case. But to, to, I don't really want to give her that 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 much thought. These reactionaries, as AOC admitted, it was a bad night last night for for the revolution. And I think Than, it's going to be. I'll go to I'll go to right here. Than, Andy, and and Harry can all weigh in. This has been a bad night uh, last night and a bad couple of weeks for the Democrat socialist in the House of Representatives and the one in the U.S. Senate, Bernie Sanders. Yeah, no question about it, Jordan. And I think the caller actually has a, has a good point in this regard because the the control of the House of Representatives is not going to be decided in AOC's district. It's not going to be decided in Speaker Pelosi's district. The Democrats are going to retain those districts in all likelihood. Jordan, it's going to be decided, though, in 31 districts that were, were actually uh, was actually won by Donald Trump, by President Trump. So Democrats are going to have to hold on to seats where Donald Trump uh, won last time and I think had probably has a good chance to win again. And I do think a Senator Sanders nomination would have made it almost impossible to carry those districts, Jordan. Now, look, I, I don't know that Joe Biden is a great candidate either. I think they might have a hard road to uh, toe in that as well. But I do think there was probably some calculation down at the DNC. What is the best way we can hold on to those 31 districts and have a chance at retaining the House? I think they knew it was out the window if, if Senator Sanders was the nominee. Yeah. Let me let me go to Pam's phone call in Pennsylvania and then have the team weigh in. Uh, with with uh, Harry and uh, Andy as well. Pam, welcome to Jay Secchio Live. You're on the air. Thank you. I want to first just say I'm thanking God for you all and for the victory for this year anyway in Maryland. And I do think that probably Joe Biden will be the Democratic yep. candidate that Trump will be up against. And then on the um, coronavirus, um, how it's affected our family is we did have a family trip planned to Florida, yep. and uh, two of our family members are in the medical field, yep. and they were just, we had to actually cancel the trip. It was already scheduled. We had everything booked because they were told if they flew that when they came back, they would be quarantined for 14 days. Interesting, so because because they'd have to then go back into their jobs. Yeah, so interesting. See, these are, this is why I ask people to call, because we're starting to find out, Harry, interesting thing businesses, healthcare facilities are doing, which then affect businesses in Florida. As she said, the trip would have gone on. 
Florida hasn't had a huge problem with this. They did declare a state of emergency. A lot of states have, though. That's not the same thing as what we've seen in like New York City, with where areas have been actually quarantined. But uh, but we literally have. Um, uh, we, we just had the World Health Organization classify this as a pandemic internationally. That just is breaking news right now. And now we're starting to see private businesses or healthcare facilities, I don't know if it's a private one or not, but saying, listen, it's not that you can't go on your trip, but if you do and you want to come back in, in contact with people who are vulnerable, those are people in the hospital. So if you're a doctor or nurse or in the, work in the hospital, you've got to self-quarantine for 14 days. I think that's correct. Which most that- people can't afford to do. And so I think um, that decision um, with respect to the healthcare industry will have a knock-on effect with respect to the travel industry, the airline industry, uh, and a number of other industries. And therefore, I think it is wise that uh, President Trump and his team are developing strategies uh, to offset uh, the negative impacts of the Wuhan virus uh, in the United States. So we have breaking news, by the way, on Bernie Sanders. He hasn't spoken yet. Washington Post says uh, that he will stay in the race. So let me get to Andy now. So let's talk COVID-19 and what is Bernie Sanders thinking? Well, he's an old Bolshevik, and the old Bolsheviks don't give up that easily. Uh, they had to have the white Russians uh, eliminated and, and uh, finally prevailed and cleaned themselves up and called them Soviets, and then they called themselves Communists and but the the the, the theories and the economic theories the discredited attitudes and policies both political and economic continue to be the case. This country was not going to elect a socialist slash Bolshevik as president of the United States. And finally, the Democrats woke up and realized we've got to get rid of him if we have any chance of beating Donald Trump. So they go, unfortunately, with a man who has shown signs, as Britt Hume said last night, of senile dementia, picking fights with people that he should not be fighting with, cursing at them, using foul language. He seems to work himself up into a frenzy when he talks to somebody who doesn't agree with him, and then he loses his train of thought. Yeah, uh, You know, all, th- all created equal by the, 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 the thing uh, instead of the creator. He, he, he's, a, he's a sad case. It's really very sad uh, and pitiful to see somebody who was in politics for that long sort of degenerate into this state of decrepitude. Yeah, folks, again, so we breaking news, we had a victory for life while we were on air, within 40 minutes of showing up in Maryland State Senate, defeating a resolution that would have moved forward with a constitutional amendment for the state on a right to abortion, and businesses he reported live. The day we showed up and we were telling you about being there, we got the victory. The state senator withdrew that legislation withdrew that proposed amendment. And we have breaking news that Bernie Sanders somehow is going to stay in this race, make a case for why. That's coming up later. Uh, I encourage you. Let's make sure the ACLJ, we're not behind $20,000 in online donations right now in a matching challenge month. Donate right now at aclj.org. At the American Center for Law and Justice, we're engaged in critical issues at home and abroad. For a limited time, you can participate in the ACLJ's matching challenge. For every dollar you donate, it will be matched. A $10 gift becomes $20. A $50 gift becomes $100. You can make a difference in the work we do, protecting the constitutional and religious freedoms that are most important to you and your family. Give a gift today online at aclj.org.